Hello everyone, Sam here again and a big hello from my new location in sunny Weymouth. A fresh start for me also means a fresh start for the podcast. And I am delighted to tell you all that today's episode is brought to you by The Skin Store. For over 20 years, The Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, The Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements and of course, skincare needs. Find your favourite brands like Elta MD, New Face, Olaplex and more all in one place with gifts with every single purchase. Right now, The Skin Store is offering our listeners here at Face for Radio 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code P-O-D for 20% off at skinstore.com slash pod dot list. That's skinstore.com forward slash pod dot list. Skinstore, so you can have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to this brand new episode of Face for Radio. Just for today, my name is Sam Brown. And I am joined by bronze medalist of the 2016 Rio de Janeiro Olympic Games equestrian dressage event, it's Reuben Austin. I'm just so good with horses that you don't understand. Not the best, but I'm, I'm good. The British Shranky Dottori. Yeah, like the third best. I'm we'll the third best. I'm okay. I'm quite good. And I am also joined today by this man. He has three jobs, one of which is in Montreal. It's Scott Copeland. You're right, guys. Yep. Uh, currently, I am a. Uh, I represent Montreal as a country. Montreal's not a country, Scott. Oh it's a city in Canada. God. Oh uh, God. Right. Oh, I, I have no. I have Canadian relatives. I should know that. Oh no. Yeah. Scott. I mean, you live in the world, so you should know that. <laughs> I mean, I want to apologise to my auntie Val, my uncle John, <laughs> and my, my cousins Luan and Ryan for not knowing where they live. Because they live in Montreal. That's where they live. That was a particularly bad one, Scott. I won't lie. Yeah. It's staying in the show, though, isn't it? <laughs> of course. I know, like, as a rule, I'm not very funny with these openings, but, like... You're not cutting it out. That's, that's quite something. Oh dear God! So, boys, how are you? How are you guys doing? Terrible now. <laughs> yep. I mean, I'm all right. How are you doing? Are you still watching The Office? I am still watching The Office. Yes, nice. I've been binge watching it. It's going great. Oh. Uh, you know, anyone know Deja Vu? Anyway, yeah. today we're talking about pop culture. Woo! Woo. Uh, everyone loves pop culture. Everyone loves pop. Everyone loves culture. Put them together. What a nice brew! You get pop culture. You've you got culture pop. Exactly. Uh, specifically, on our Desert Island miniseries, bringing it all to a close, uh-huh. we are talking about TV and film, and we are talking about books. Uh-huh. Nice. But first, I'm going to bring you into this episode with my very own Desert Island-themed <laughs> Bad Joke or Dad Joke. Bad Joke or Dad Joke. I don't know if you guys knew this, but before coronavirus i was planning on going traveling a bit after uni ended i know a lot of people do that um but i'd considered like going to greece and doing a bit of island hopping yeah like, like donna yeah it's got some yeah yeah but I, I i changed my mind last minute just cause it's cause a greek island it is yeah scott you've you've done better thank you however if we didn't have to leave uni for coronavirus uh i had a costume plan for one of the social events. 
Uh, I don't know if you remember, but we were having a, a place-themed uh, social on a Wednesday night, Scott. Do you remember that? Um, if it helps your joke, then yes. Yeah, well, it never went ahead. I was going to dress up as a small island, but I decided that I probably shouldn't be so silly. <laughs> no, that one I like. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you, you've, you've moved up a tier. <laughs> you, you went from bottom of the barrel to relatively low but slightly high. That wasn't like a proper screechy laugh out loud one, but I, it, I liked it. It's I'm still smiling at it. So, you know, it's like it's a slow burn yeah. dad joke. <laughs> slow burn dad joke. I'm glad you liked that. Oh, God. I really enjoyed that. I love how it... I think, Sam, after after so many attempts, you finally got there. Yes, thank you, Scott. It really is late at night, and... You know. It actually is for anybody who's listening. It is quite late now. Yeah, no matter when you're listening to this, for us, it's late at night. Yeah, there's a massive time difference between where we are recording. Isn't it strange? Isn't it strange, gang, how time works? Oh, don't. You'll get me started. <laughs> I, I still think we should, have, we should have one episode of the podcast where I just explain a bunch of theories. <laughs> we did that the first... We did that the first three episodes. No, but like not conspiracy theories, like like stuff that's like not so much theories, but like you know, it's it makes you think. And it like I've I've driven Coral insane with one of these. Oh, good. She she hasn't been the same since. I think any time I open my mouth, somebody has to think about what I'm on about. Yeah, Scott. Same. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of trying to understand things that people are saying, I think we should talk about books yeah i, I do like talking about books because and my segue will work when you know what book i picked <laughs> can we guess for now it's a little confusing you i will let you guess um so we were thinking about one book that we'd like to have with us on our desert island when we got dessert and i again went with uh, practicality over sentimentality um is it how to build a raft it is not What's that noise they do on QI? Oh, the classic. Get it? Steal, steal the sound file. Break copyright. It's fine. No one can tell. Is it a book written by Bear Grylls? It isn't a book written by Bear Grylls. Is it written by Ray Mears, the superior? No, it is not that sort of hack. Is it, is it the hit novel by Scott Copeland, Showering with Dad? It is not that either. I, I'm kind of hoping that's going to be yours, Scott, if I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, surprise, surprise! <laughs> I I will tell you this, you will not guess the name of the book, because I don't think anyone's ever heard of it. <laughs> is it the Bible? No, everyone's heard of the Bible. Yeah. If you know the name of this book, within like 10 seconds of me saying this, you can have a bonus point. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Are we doing points now? I went down the same vein as the song, and I chose the longest book in existence. <laughs> right. My immediate guess is to say War and Peace, but it's not. Is it War and Peace? It isn't. I- I'll tell you the reason. I looked at this book and saw that in its full form, in its most recent form, it has 17,868 pages. And the reason that I chose this book was, I'm going to be so preoccupied with, you know, trying to be alive that i'm not gonna have time to read books anyway surely all i want is something easy to start a fire on a night yeah kindling and this has so many pages to burn i will read you an extract and see if you can guess the title of the book okay is it the yellow pages Uh, let me just read this to you scotty and it'll make the whole segue make sense so this is from the first page upon blah up with the blah 
Blah perceived that it was in the blah of a blah blah of the blah of the blah. But far blah in blah the blah of these blah. Are you... Uh... Owing to the blah which blah among us at this blah turn of the blah. No blah was ready, blah. Blah with a blah. And a blah had actually blah in getting blah blah vast blah across blah. It goes on like that for the entire, like, 17,500 pages. Are you reading the text messages that I send you on a regular basis? <laughs> is, this, is this a book of Mad Libs? It is called The Blah Story. And it really does go on like that for 18,000 18, pages, sorry. The Blah Story. Why? Who did... Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting angry again. I'm turning to George. Sam, what's it called? The Blah Story. Listen, this is one of my favourite lines off the first page. It's in... Like, so it's speech marks. As I blah, there blah is, cried blah. <laughs> blah, beautiful, exclaimed a blah. <laughs> I mean, um, if Callum Truman did an audio book, this would be it. This would be yeah. great, yeah. Like, is, is I'm now the... calling for Callum Truman to do this audio book, <laughs> Is the Blast story the one... Is it by Nigel something? Because I've heard of it. Uh... Nigel... Yeah, Nigel Tom. Well, I've heard of it, so do I get bonus points? No. And the points didn't exist. When I say I heard of it, I mean Google heard of it. Yes, I <laughs> guess so. I'm sorry, I... Here's a here's a review for the Blast Story Volume One by Volume Nigel Tom. One. There's more of them. Um, overwhelmingly creative. Yeah. Nigel Tom demolishes the barrier of words and meaning, giving vitality and expressive strength to the pattern of his most exclusive novel, The Blast Story. Absolutely fantastic. It is a new way of conceiving text that frees the imagination, allowing you to personalize each and every word by your own creativity. Each and every word. They, they, they have not read my university essays because I would win. <laughs> So is that the one reason you chose it? Because it's long and you can get rid of a few pages? Yeah, I just wanted easy kindling, to be honest. It's less effort while I'm there. That's fair enough. But don't, wouldn't you feel sad that you're destroying a, you know, literary masterpiece such as... No, Scott. And the reason that I wouldn't feel sad was because it made great content for the podcast. That is also very true. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't, I can't <laughs> knock that, that mentality, Samuel. <laughs> Speaking of great content for the podcast, Scott, do you want to give us some clues about your book? Um, okay, <laughs> we, we can try. Um, um, it is a, it's, um, it's, a, it's, it's got pages, right? Yep, and um, it's quite a long title. Okay, and it's also a book that I have not read. Is it fictional? Nope. And to be honest, when I say it's a book I've not read, that really does not narrow down the no. field. Yeah, is it any book ever? Is it like an autobiography or a biography? Mm, no, it's it's real life, but it's not also it's not a biography. Is it like a fact file or like a how-to book? Uh, it's, it's one of those two. When 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 you find out what it is, you'll realise it is probably the most Scott thing you could possibly imagine. How to understand subtext? No, but that could come in handily. <laughs> List of pop idol winners <laughs> i don't need a list my friend <laughs> i have the list i will i'm having the list tattooed on my arm at this stage in my life <laughs> is it the blue peter annual 2003 no it's not that is it something to do with the desert island no because i feel like i would be living that experience and wouldn't need to read it what what do i what do i like more than most other people again that doesn't narrow it down <laughs> nah what Garlic bread? Garlic bread? No. <laughs> no, garlic bread's the best. It is class, but it's not my it's not my item. Christmas? Nope. That's Reuben. Um lying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
No, it, it the the book is called Trevor Montague's A to Z of Everything. Oh, good. And it has been described by Paul Sinner from the Chase as the absolute bible of general knowledge. Okay. Paul Sinner is the best, though, isn't he? Like he's he is up there. Yeah. I well. Yeah, and and it all com- it all comes into the fact that I I really like learning stuff. Did you guys go and see Paul Sinner for his comedy show at uni? No, I wasn't. There. No, but I saw th- I saw that he ended up in Alpine. So I did, and uh, the way the only way I could describe it afterwards was you know when you you go and watch something for a friend and you're sitting through it, and then at the end they ask you if you enjoyed it, and you say. Yeah, it was really good, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was like. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's a shame. You wanted it to be really good because he was, like, smiling and you could tell he was just so happy to be there. Oh, bless him. Oh, I'm, uh, right. I, I I, I, really... I'm really on the edge of the fact that this uh, this last couple of episodes, you, you two have both slagged off a celebrity online. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm not slagging him off because you could tell he was just buzzing about having his show, like, happening. And, like, the energy off him was radiating to the audience. Like, I didn't not have a good time, but the content wasn't, like, groundbreaking. It wasn't great. Yeah, sure. That's fair enough, I suppose. But him as a person seemed really nice. Yeah. I, I, I always get that when I watch The Chase. He's like, he's the chaser I always want to go up against because I feel like we'd have a bit of banter. It would be great. <laughs> see, see I, I'd, I'd want to go against Dan. Just, I don't know why. I just feel like it'd be quite it'd be quite funny to see... I don't watch The Chase enough for this. You don't watch The Chase? You're missing out. You know Ben's met Anne, like Ben Richardson has met Anne. Has he? Yeah, he, um, he, he, he booked her into a hotel once, apparently. I mean... Um, Sure. For those for those of you who don't know, and firstly, shout out to Ben if he's listening. Shout out to Ben. Scott, you're really slacking on that. Yeah, we keep doing it. Oh no, I'm knackered. I am knackered. Big mood. Yeah, so Ben is tall, and therefore everyone looks small to Ben. But apparently, um, she's like especially small. Oh, good. Was that the end of the story? It is. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, then fair enough. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. yeah, I'd I'd pick this um, this general knowledge book because I would like to. Even though I'm not a very good student, as I think people will agree by everything about me, uh, I'd like learning stuff. Do you not think it would kind of contradict the idea, though? Because surely Stephen Fry would know most of what's in that book. Yeah, but we could compare notes, because chances are there are things that he may not know. I really want to see Scott compare notes with Stephen Fry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, we'd all watch it. That, that's that, that's quality TV. It's like Idiot Abroad, but it's just Scott on an island. <laughs> it, it, it's Idiot Abroad with Stephen Fry. <laughs> it's, like, oh. it's like, yeah, but I feel like we, we could do quizzes. He could have the book. And he could be reading out the questions like, who won, I don't know, this football match on this year? And I would be able to answer it. I feel like Stephen Fry maybe has better things to do with his time, though. Did you not know the secret that when Stephen Fry's doing all his talk shows and stuff and seeming really intelligent, he actually has a little Bluetooth earpiece in that goes directly to Scott's feed? Yeah. And uh, Scott is just getting his general knowledge books out and, like, feeding the answers to Stephen Fry. Exactly. It'd be brilliant. But, like... I've I've had a look at this book, right? Because there's photos online, and uh, it's got a nice front cover. And the uh, oh god, <laughs> and the, um, <laughs> you know what they say: you've got to judge a book by its cover. Yeah, when you're Scott. But I, I got to read one of the pages, right? Ooh, and I it, it's got it's got everything in it from what I've gathered. It's like everything 
until I in the world. I mean, up to the date of its release, there's been like many, many volumes released. Scott, are you not just describing the dictionary to us? Not really, because the dictionary won't tell me who won this football match in 1953, will it? This book tells you who won every sport event in history, along with everything else in the world in history. From what Paul Sinner has described, yes. God, that must be a long book. I don't think it does, Scott. Well, seriously, like. <laughs> But it, it, it describes like like the major events, like apparently President, it might have been Ronald Reagan, He it's, it's got a fact of like, he won the, with the biggest percentage of votes out of any president, say whatever. It's got big facts like that in it. So it's probably got stuff like the highest viewed, it's got stuff like the highest viewed football match on TV, for example. Okay, so you've picked a, a trivia book. Well, it's kind of, yeah, it's trivia, but it's more general knowledge than trivia. It's not questions, it's just facts about everything. Okay. I can see the appeal of that. And I thought, well, if I'm, if I'm on a desert island, I would really want to learn stuff like that. It would give me stuff to do. I think that's a questionable choice. You'd already have so much to do. Not really. It's a desert island with Stephen Fry, like, a oh, blanket, God. duct tape, and something else. What would it, and, and Pirates of the Caribbean playing in my ear. That's not much at all. Oh. Like get food, get water. Yeah, but you need some. You need some like downtime. Downtime. I'm chill. Damn it, Scott. I can't just be sitting around uh. getting a lovely tan. <laughs> even though sun cream would probably help if I had that. I'm I'm, I'm astonished. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Whose turn is it now? <laughs> Ruben's. It's Ruben's turn. I went through a lot of books whilst trying to make my decision. You're not. I, okay, I'll I'll be extremely surprised if you can guess what the book is. is it- um, no, Scott, it's not the Bible. Is it the Torah? <laughs> no, it's not. And I'm not Jewish. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to end this man's whole religion, but I'm not Jewish. Is it War and Peace? No, that was one of the ones that I um, that I considered. Is it Private Peaceful? I didn't even. That didn't even come to my mind. Is it the biography of Leonardo da Vinci? It's not. Wow. Is it the biography? Of anybody else? No. Is it fictional? Yes. Harry Potter? Nah, I'd have to pick one, because it's a book rather than a series. Is it Lord of the Rings? No, because I'd have to pick one rather than a series. So it's a singular book? It is it is part of a series, in a way, but you don't need the whole series for it to make sense. It's like it stands alone in the same sort of idea as the rest of the series. Uh, what kind of genre would you put it in? Um, I think trying to explain the genre would give it away a bit. It's fan- fantasy. I suppose there's a genre, but there's a more specific type of genre than it is that would totally give away. Is it manga or anime? Like, it's not like teen fiction. No. no. Hunger Games? Uh, no. Do you want me to just tell you? That would be nice. Yeah, we... yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not gonna get, you're never gonna get it. It's called, um, it's called The Warlock of Firetop Mountain. Ne- no idea. Wouldn't have a flipping clue. Absolutely no clue. By Steve Jackson no and Ian Livingstone. The thing about it is, it's, um, it's called. It's, it's part of a series which is called Fight and Fantasy. Nope. Which is um. It's you. It's like you make the decisions in it. So um. They released a Fight and Fantasy game box where you were the hero and you um like. Oh yeah. I like it, it like books. reads it like reads what's going on there and then it says um you know so would you rather go down this corridor or this corridor you say I'll go to the right turn to page three hundred sixty four. Yeah. Um, yeah. That kind of thing because there are so yeah, many things cool. that you'd be able to do in it and you wouldn't get super bored of just reading the same book over and over again. If you're able to do something different in each time, and then you can go down your favorite paths again and again and read it again. Yeah, I like that idea. And you can try and get all of them. You know what I mean? That's cool. Because I was I was going through like War and Peace, um, like some of my favorite books, like 1984 and Charlotte Street and stuff like that. And then I was like, I have a really active imagination, 
I should probably play on that. So I'll get something where I make the decisions and it changes and I can picture it for myself. Oh, so it's a bit like Bandersnatch, but in book form. It's very, very... Bandersnatch is based on these kinds of books. Oh. The game Bandersnatch in that universe is based on a book called Bandersnatch, which is a fighting fantasy one. Yeah. C- can I ask, is the book better than Bandersnatch? Because um, I didn't like Ban- Bandersnatch when I played it. I didn't. It all depends on what kind of stuff you're into. That's I went specifically with... Because um, there, w- there was a different series of them... Um, I think they're called Choose Your Own Adventure, quite simply. Um, and there's like loads of them. I think the one, the first one's the Cave of Time, and you can go. Um, you play like a young boy who goes wandering in the mountains and finds a cave in a portal to different time zones, and you can go and meet a Blinken, or go in the Ice Age or post-apocalyptic sunburnt world and that sort of stuff. But then, like, uh, I figured I'd want more of a fantasy-themed one because I'm me and I'm a big nerd. <laughs> nerd. So I went with Warlock of Firetop Mountain. Very good. Because, you know, it's all it's all kind of fantasy themed. Very good. How, how many pages is it? A few. No, I, I I could not tell yet how many pages. I'll take a look now. Is um, there any pages that you could potentially throw into a fire? Yes. There, uh, I'm sure there are pages that you could throw into a fire. 208 pages. So not many. No, n- not in comparison to Sam's Book of Blah. Yeah, not in comparison yeah. to the story of Blah, but like, you know, it's. I feel like I'd have more fun with it than I would with Blah. That's true. And, that, and that's what it's all about. I'm keeping, I'm keeping my brain occupied. It would keep you busy. Ruben's here for a short time. Short? I am short. So, I've been doing some more research. Oh, well done. Yep, into what people have said. And um, there was an overwhelming response of books that are quite similar to each other, as they're all part of the same series. Harry Potter. Yes, it's Harry Potter. Yeah. I didn't think that. Did you not? No, I thought it was going to be how-to books. No one's, no one's trying to figure out how to build a raft. And yet they're all bringing Bear Grylls to an island with them. God, Ruben! Let it go! I can't. Stop. He's just the worst. Flipping it, Ruben. But yeah, but like, there was six people put one of the books down. And that was the winning... That is, This is the definitive number one book to take away with you. Okay, so can we agree that it's, it is either Goblet of Fire or Prisoner of Azkaban? I would say Prisoner of Azkaban. Sam, what are you saying? Either that or Goblet of Fire. It's gotta be. It's Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Possibly um, my favourite film of the f- series. Never read the book, but apparently it's good. I prefer the Goblet of Fire film. I prefer the Prisoner of Azkaban book. I think Prisoner of Azkaban's the better film. I think, because I, um, whilst uh, lockdown was still going on and it had like just relaxed a bit and therefore I got to uh, go down south and I'm ready for it and go and see Lainey. You got a girlfriend? There we go. And um, we went and uh, and we, we dog sat for her sister and um, we watched... Um, all except for the last two Harry Potter films, this was run out of time. Um, all of the uh, all the Harry Potter films in a row, and very much you can tell that um, the first two, it's like they made the first film because they were like it's that Harry Potter book that said popular, and then for the second one they were like we're going to make a sequel to that Harry Potter film, and in the third one you can tell that's when they went we're going to make all of them. Yeah, because it changes so much stylistically. Yeah, like and the same with the yeah. book, like that's in the third one you suddenly get introduced to Sirius Black and the idea that Harry's parents were mates at school and um, and you get introduced to all this other stuff that then comes into play in the rest of them because that's when they went full series. It gets darker from there, doesn't it? Like, properly. Like, it takes a yeah. proper dip. I'm in a bit of trouble because I've seen every Harry Potter film apart from Deathly Hallows Part 1. <laughs> so I've seen Part so 2. You watched Part 2 without Part 1. That just upsets me so much, Scott. Well, I got given part two as a DVD for Christmas whenever it came out. And I was like... Who gave you a Harry Potter DVD for Christmas? I, uh, 
chances are it was probably me dad. And that does sound like sure. a thing me dad would do. <laughs> like, yeah, I hadn't seen part one. But like, out of all the... Out, like, Goblet of Fire got six votes. The other two Harry Potter films got five, I think. Or four or five each. Any idea what those two books are? Prisoner of Azkaban and Deathly Hallows. Well, Prisoner of Azkaban. I think maybe Chamber of Secrets. Azkaban, yes. The other two, no. Is it the first one? Nope, Half-Blood Prince was the other one. Oh, really? Somebody else also said Fifty Shades of Grey, just because, you know, in it. Yeah. That was the exact line, you know, in it. And this is arguably my favourite answer. I'm not really a book reader, but I would take my entire Twitter feed. Oh, not a book. Yeah, but I just found it quite funny because she meant it and she was passionate about it, and I respect that in any person. I feel I, I respect the passion, but... So it, it's just is a she compiling answer. a book of all of her Twitter feed thus to the point where she hits the island. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Donald Trump's got a book full of his Twitter statuses. Yeah, but Donald Trump does a lot of things that we don't agree with. Yes. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> you know. And I'm not, I'm not going to express my distaste fully on this because I'd probably get um, assassinated. But you know, it's come on. If, if Donald Trump does it, that doesn't mean that it's okay. Yeah, that's a that's a given. Scotty, hello. What TV series or film are you bringing with you to the island? Well, I've got both TV and film. Ooh, because I've got two answers. <laughs> okay. Well, well, the film I think both of you should know. Is it Mamma Mia? No, because it is my favourite film, and I have mentioned it to both of you on numerous occasions. So I'm hoping that you would have paid attention to what I'm saying. So, Ruben, what is the answer? Um, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give this one out to our dear <laughs> listeners. Um, me and Scott speak a lot every single day, and therefore I sometimes forget things that Scott has said. And I'm sorry about that because I, even though you've told me it's not several times, I still had it in my head that Mamma Mia is your favourite film, and I know that it's not. I know, but isn't it though? Um, so I'm going to say Guys and Dolls Sam what's your answer I know you really like Sinatra Sam what's your answer Uh, your favourite film Scott is Kung Fu Panda which he hadn't seen until you showed it to him Nah, you you two are really letting me down (laughs) (laughs) Ruben you know this I'm going to know Sam you know it Sam I gave you backing tracks to this musical recently I know it. I just wanted to hear Ruben squirm. <laughs> Ruben, what is it? Go on. I don't. You suck, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam, it's not the craze. <laughs> I know it's not the craze. It's blooming wind in the willows. Correct. <laughs> wind in the willows. Uh, damn it. Oh, Ruben, I've never been so disappointed. <laughs> oh, I am so Scott. I I cannot. I still haven't seen nor read or watched it. Oh, Ruben, uh, it oh, is a great film. It's well. The thing is, I. I, I story time with Ruben. Um, I was doing a D and D campaign where I had to play like an, an anthropomorphized animal, and the only uh, backstory that I got was it's kind of like Wind in the Willows. So um, I started researching Wind in the Willows, and I had a look at the spark notes of it, and that that book. What is going on? What oh, it's drugs? Crazy. What it's, was the writer on? And it's a lovely. Can book. I have some? What it's what's got the toad? I mean, yeah, it the was just is. the toad's entire story. About Ruben, the... you think that's bad? Watch the film. Like I don't think I hang can. Hang on, well, hang on, hang I don't on. think I'll recover. Hang on. It's got which film? Because there's been many versions of it, but you've got the one I watch. 
It's very specific, and it's got to be that film, otherwise I won't watch it. Which film are you on about, Sam? The one with, with the, the good songs. Is it the one with Matt Lucasin that you're thinking of? No. Is it the really old one, with, which is like stop-frame animation? No. It's fairly old, but it's colour. Yeah. And it's got songs. Well, the one I'm on about is the one with David Jason, who is Delboy from Only Fools and Horses, where he's playing Mr. Toad. It was released in 1983, so it's incredibly old now. Well, is 1983 incredibly old? I wouldn't say so. Well, it's it's older than I think it is. Oh, the one that I'm thinking of has Stephen Fry in it as a judge. Nope, oh, you're, you are on the wrong film. Mine is the best <laughs> film. That's astonishing content. Yeah, Stephen Fry plays the judge in the one with Monty Python in. But this is the original film, like that, that I saw. The one with Monty Python. I, 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 my dad bought it on a DVD when I was about two years old, and every Thursday night we would watch it together. Oh. And that is the only reason why I picked it. Are there songs in it? Yeah, there are actually. What songs are in it? Um, when the Toad Came Home, uh, Heads Down, Tails Up. No, don't recognise them. Are there different songs to the Stephen Fry film? Very different songs. Oh, no, um, that Mr. Toad one, that is in the original. This is what it came from. Oh, yeah. That's in it. And I think a few of them actually are, but they're all written differently. But, yeah, just that film is my favourite film because it makes me laugh and makes me smile. And it is probably my favourite book that I've read, even though I'm only halfway through. But I like it. Well, Again, not funny, but factual. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Ruben, what did you choose? Oh, hang, well, hang, 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 I've not finished. I've got, oh, got a TV cool. series as well. Yeah, I've oh, got my TV right. series. You can guess it. Scott, I know you've not seen it, but your TV series should be Blackadder because you'd love it so much. I've seen one episode. I liked it. Which episode? It was the one where it's Blackadder goes forth and he, he he's putting on... There's, there's some reason there's a, they're putting on a show. Oh, uh, yeah. And I liked that one. You just need to you need to BBC iPlayer the entire thing. I think it's still up there. I'll watch it tonight. Um, you need then. to watch the entire thing. It's so good. You'd love it so much. The TV series I've picked is actually a reality show. Is it just X Factor? Is it Love Island? Nope. It's not Love Island either. BJT? Nope. It's an American one, actually. RuPaul's Drag Race? No, but that would be interesting. I would probably get bored of it, though, if I watched Drag Race all the time. Is it a talent show? Nope. It's got a lot to do with a desert island, though. Oh, it's a show called Survivor. Survivor. Correct. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 known as the godfather of all American reality TV. I've seen clips of it. It does look pretty funny. Yeah. I, I love it. Seriously, I love it because like, every, every series they send 20 random strangers to live on an island. Every three days they vote somebody out. And some people play it like they're voting them out because they are weak to the tribe. Other people are being strategic and are... Using their noggins to survive and to be voted the sole survivor and win a million dollars. And the best thing is, there is forty seasons of this show. I've never seen one of them, and I want to see them all. But because it's an American show, I can't. And plus, if I'm watching it, I could learn to live on an island whilst watching, which is possibly my favourite show that I've never seen. That is a top-notch answer. That is a very for me. That is the most the smartest answer I've ever given to any question in my life. <laughs> Do you want to know why I know about Survivor? Have I mentioned? Is it yours? No, because like <laughs> one season ago in the office, they started doing Survivor challenges. <laughs> oh my god! And what, honestly, it, it's got the it's got the probably the best host of a reality show ever. Oh, Ruben, you'll have seen clips of this. The host, he just he gets paid to just state the obvious of what's happening. Yeah, it's there's brilliant. a compilation of him, people like failing in tasks and him just going, 
Oh, looks like Martha's slipping off the pole. And and the the contestants just turn around to him and go and shut up. Honestly, the, the host's a guy called Jeff Probst. And if you've watched Total Drama Island... Yes, I love Total Drama Island. That is a fictional version of Survivor. That's... Every time someone talks about Survivor, that's what I picture. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad they're similar. That's but cool. like, the, the host is also the producer. <laughs> so everything that happens, all the stuff that people, the contestants go through, he is all, he is sorted out. He's the person who's caused it. And every time it goes wrong, he makes a sarky answer, and it's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Seriously, it's it's oh, it's, it's like it's basically it's Sam doing his introductions for this. Every time me and Ruben panic, that fills Sam with joy, well, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, I would I would I would take that show, and I would take Wind in the Willows, and I would have a happy remainder of my life. That's good. You talking about a reality TV show presenter? Immediately made me think. Have you guys seen the video of? Uh, it's a compilation of Julia Morris. Um, introducing herself on I'm a Slab Australia. Yes, yes it's I've brilliant. And I love her so much, and that was just all I could think of. I need to watch I'm a Slab Australia because I follow it, but I've not managed to watch it. I'm very sorry to interrupt the episode, but this is a very important message from our new sponsors, Skin Store. For over 20 years, the Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care, and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, the Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements, and of course, skincare needs. Find your favourite brands like Elta MD, New Face, Olaplex, and more, all in one place with gifts with every single purchase. Right now, the Skin Store is offering our listeners here at Face Radio 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code P-O-D for 20% off at skinstore.com slash pod dot list. That's skinstore.com forward slash pod dot list. Skinstore, so you can have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. I hope you enjoy the episode. I also had two answers. Go on. Me too. I think this might but, be a theme. Um, One of them I've decided that I probably wouldn't take because I think you guys are going to hate me for it. Is it Friends? No, it was just Bear Grylls Escape from Hell. Oh, sh... Ah! Bear Grylls! Were you stuck <laughs> fancying Bear Grylls for a the, second? The reason for this one wasn't because Bear Grylls. Yes, it was. No, I, it actually wasn't. The reason for this one was each episode is about a different type of place. So there's episode, there's like snow, jungle, desert, canyons, mountains, whatever. There's There's like a couple more. And I thought, we never specified what the terrain of the island we were going to be stranded on was. So if I had this series, at least I'd have some content available of how to survive in that environment. You're really focused on surviving on this desert island and I'm just trying to have a good time. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, Sam, when, you, when, when we're on about specifying the island, I wasn't thinking like Dublin or Ireland. I was thinking like desert island. Well, I know that, but it might be mountainous. It might be uh, snowy. It could be anything. It might even be a desert. It might be a desert. In which case, we're looking at episode three. <laughs> However, my my other choice was purely enjoyment. For some reason, I have just had this recent... What's the word? It's like resurgence, a word? Yeah. It's like a, re- a resurgence of interest. That's what you'd say. Like a recent resurgence of just, of just loving The Simpsons. <laughs> For like no reason. It's so great, isn't it's just, it? I I, I used like to the like Simpsons. it. I used to like it as a kid, right? And then I I just never really got into it properly. I would watch an episode if it was on, but then 
since becoming really good friends with our guest presenter, Callum Truman, I have just watched The Simpsons and just laughed uncontrollably at things that aren't even funny in The Simpsons. I just love it. And the fact that there's 32 seasons of it, of basically episodes that I've never seen. I'm, I'm, I just want to po- I just want to point out that The Simpsons is probably based off my life. I, I don't, don't think, think it is. is. Oh, Sam. No, because no. Listen, I've got I've got my dad. My dad is Homer. That's near enough. My mum is Marge, trying to keep the family together. My sister's a brainiac, and then I am the little Chapman who causes all the trouble. <laughs> so, and then Piper the dog is Maggie. And Piper's Maggie. Yeah, Piper's Maggie. And then you two are like Nelson and Millhouse. <laughs> it's all coming up, Millhouse. Yep. Wait, which which one's which? Does that mean I'm well, Nelson? Well, with the greatest bit, Ruben, I'm not. I, I don't. I, I, I'd struggle to imagine you not being a nerd. Can I just say, Scott, you're not Bart. You're a Ralph. I'm not Ralph. That's rude. Trust me, of all the people we know, I am not Ralph. <laughs> I'm sure you can name multiple people who are more suited to Ralph Wiggum than me. I don't think so. Anyway, Ruben, what did you choose? Um, well, you know, I also um, I also went for a film and a TV series just because I thought that was what we were doing. So uh, for my TV series, um, I'll give you both one guess of what I picked. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. The thing is, I I thought about it because I was like, I don't want to say how I met your mother again, but I was thinking three TV shows. I like Big Mouth. I really like. Um, I've been re- watching Superstore recently. I've been really enjoying that. But yeah, I just I just kept on thinking. It's just I don't. I was about to say it's not as good as How I Met Your Mother. I understand in the sense that good is a relative term, and it's like nothing nothing appeals to the way that my brain works more than How I Met Your Mother. I love the way it flashes back. I like the. I, I'm into the characters. I don't know if I like them per se, but I'm, I'm I, I feel the characters and like I just I couldn't not say how I met your mother. I couldn't bring myself to do it. What's your, what's your film? Uh, in terms of a film, this was also a bit of a tricky one because it's like maybe like the filmed version of Hamilton. Because the thing with Hamilton is that you every time I either watch it or listen to it, I notice something a little bit new. Yeah, I think that'd be nice if I'm on the desert island with Lynn. Every time I watch Hamilton, I'm like, oh look at the look at the way that this guy's moved. Um, yeah, and Lynn could give me his own commentary as well, uh, which would be honestly the dream. I mean, to be honest, you could probably get Lynn to do it all before you. Yeah, me and Lynn could put on our own version. The only way that I would not want to play Hamilton in Hamilton is if it was just me and Lynn doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, it, w- it would just it would just be like Lynn is sh- Lynn is showing you how it's done. <laughs> like... Lin Miranda can show me how it's done any day of the week. I idolize that man. He's just fantastic. Um, but then I, I settled eventually, um, film-wise, because I also considered Avatar because a like the extended version of Avatar because a hella long. Yeah, you know you get you get some good watching out of it. Um, and also I really like it. Never seen it. I would recommend that you watch it. It's been my favorite film for so long that now I'm like, is it really that good? Yeah, there's a new one coming out. But I uh, I settled on Into the Spider Verse. That okay. great film. Yeah, great film. Great, isn't it a great film? And I watched it. I watched it last night. Like. Can't get enough of it in Spider Verse, and I think I separate times when I watch it as well, so that I don't get bored of it. And it's like, yeah, it's great. Visually, perfect. Literally, yeah. Like the, like the, the animation alone, I think, has made put it in my top ten films. I love it. I, Are you excited for the new Spider Man film? Always. I've never seen one apart from that one. You never seen any of the Spider Man films? I might have seen the first one, the Green Goblin and Tony to- Toby Maguire. I might have done. Right. Uh, Scott, yeah. you have like Spider Man knowledge, though, right? You know, there's been like three different Spider Men: Garfield, 
Maguire and yes, Garfield the cat played Spider Man. Yes, yeah, and Tom Tom Holland. Tom Holland, yeah. You know, once when I was um, when I was being Peter Pan, um, some kids thought I was Tom Holland. I can see it. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this now, Ruben. Uh, Tom Holland is on my list of 37 people who I've been told I resemble. I can't see that one. Yeah, I don't see that particularly. Ruben, you say that it was you who pointed out that resemblance. Oh, good. You know, I'm nothing if not inconsistent. <laughs> so technically, Ruben, you've got yourself to blame <laughs> for my ego. Only got, as with most of the time, I've only got myself to blame. Well, Scott, just for your information, you need to get watching the Spider-Man films because um, the new Spider-Man features Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire all as Spider-Man. I'm excited. Right. It's like it's like a multiverse type situation. I'm very, I'm hyped. It's like Spider-Verse. But real life version. That's fine by me. I like Spider Verse a lot. Yeah, I'm glad. I'll let I'll let Kevin Feige know that it's okay by you, Scott. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be pleased to know. Like, it was like a month ago. Like, me mate, best mate Kieran. He was like, I was watching Spider Verse yesterday, and it, I love it. And I was like, I've never seen it. And he said, Well, it's on Netflix. And I thought, Well, I was gonna watch B movie, but I thought, God, Scott, watch B movie, please. But I but I thought Wait, that. Have you seen it yet? No. But I thought, like, oh. I thought I'd watch Spider Verse instead, and I'm very happy I watched Spider Verse because it was very good. However, I did, I, I did guess the villain for about ten minutes into the actual film. I remember you telling me that because I fully didn't until it was revealed um, who the Prowler was. I was, I, I, I was messaging Kieran doing like a running commentary saying, "Yep, I know it. That's the that's the one, the only negative I've got, but it's still a very good film." I enjoyed it. That's good. Do you want my research? Yeah, go for it. The TV series, there was a joint first. Any guesses what they were? Friends. Correct. And one other show. Which one? Game of Thrones. That was second, not first. That's a good shout though, Ruben. Right, to be honest, this one here, it isn't. it wouldn't be my go-to choice. Is it something weird like Grey's Anatomy? No, it's something very, very British. Oh. Gavin and Stacey. Doctor Who? Correct. Doctor Who. Oh. Doctor Who was came second, like joint first with Friends. They both got three people saying that they wanted. I can say that. I can see it. I will. I would take the entirety of the classic era until David Tennant, and then after David Tennant, I'll probably leave because I don't. I don't like the new Doctor Who anymore. I don't know. It's, I liked the Matt Smith stuff. I kind of fell out of it during the Peter Capaldi stuff. Peter yes. Capaldi himself. Oh, fantastic, I, fabulous. I didn't like Matt then. Smith at all in Doctor Who. I liked Matt Smith, I, mean, I didn't like Peter Capaldi. Matt Smith as a guy, um, I've not met him as a precursor, but I do hear that he's a bit of a Bear Grylls type. But like, as as a performer, I do quite like him. He was in the original um, the original cast of American Psycho, the musical. Yeah, he played played Patrick, Patrick Bateman, Bateman, I think. Yeah. Like, I, I, nothing against his acting, but I just don't like the writing that when David Tennant leaves onwards. That's fair. Just because I think, I think David Tennant's got an appalling... It's got a very good episode, but the way his character's written at the end of it is absolutely abysmal. And then the writing just goes downhill from the, in my opinion. I I do feel that. I do. Still, I still watch it. But like, like the, the Tenth Doctor just goes from being a likeable person to an absolute, like he's a Batman at the end of it. And then when you watch it, when you watch the series back, you, you can't get it out of your head that the Doctor isn't a good guy. And I don't like that. So yeah, but the film, the film was very, very wide open. But there was one answer that got two. Every, every other answer got one, but there's one answer that got two. Which one is it? Can we have some options to choose from? Yep. Like, one of these got two. Yeah, one of these got two. Grease, Sex in the City, the movie, Mamma Mia 2, uh, The Thing. Can I guess who said Mamma Mia 2? 
you can go for it. Emily Lowe. She probably was one. Uh, and the other film, for some reason, that got one of the other answers was a little film called The Aristocats, the Disney film. Okay. I haven't seen The Aristocats, but I've been told I'd like it. But I've also seen um, a clip of the song Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. And my goodness me, is it racist. It's not appropriate anymore. That Siamese cat made me very uncomfortable in the Disney song. Yep. Which one of them do you think got two and one? This part of, if we're going to go by these rules, this is the number one film you should take with you on a desert island. I would like to believe, out of those films that you've just said, that it's Greece. Sam, what are you saying? Uh, Kung Fu Panda. Scott, you're really good at building up suspense. I feel like yep. I'm going to say that right now. Every, every time you've been like, <laughs> well, I've been like, ooh, go on. Well, <laughs> the number one film that people decided to take with them on a desert island... Mamma Mia 2. Oh. oh <laughs> I knew I'd get that reaction. Oh. I'm just I'm just going to say this now. Jumanji was on that list. I love Jumanji. Only one person picked it. That's in it. Kung Fu Panda actually made an appearance. Only one person picked it. Good. It deserves to make an appearance. You didn't pick it though, Sam. Yeah, Mamma Mia 2 got two. <laughs> and one. Did Mamma Mia 1 get one? Mamma Mia 1 didn't even come up on the board. God. And that is a superior film. <laughs> Who chooses Mamma Mia 2? Who who picked Mamma Mia 2? Because I'm going to have words. Mamma Mia 2 was Emily Lowe. Yeah. (laughs) And another person who I don't think I put the name down for. Which I should do, because they were the person who ruined it. (laughs) Well, um, whoever you are, look at what you've done. Yeah. Is all I can say. I can't believe you've done this. Oh, I can't believe you've done this. Scotty, could you give us the last for the miniseries, Scotty or Notty, please? Yeah, well, you two need to decide a number. Four. Oh, gee, okay. Yeah, I was honestly going to say four. Right, number four, okay? This is the last Scotty or Notty of the week, wherever I can find it. Several years ago, my friend introduced me to a brand new app. However, it was not all that it seemed. Discuss. There we go. What? Okay, I'm. This isn't any. None of this is a question. This is just statements. I'm going to run by Sam for what I think has happened here. I think one of the lads has introduced Scott to this new dating app. See what you can find on it, and it's Grinder. Yeah, I was literally going to say that. Um, it's not right, but you're not far off. So, you told me to tell you what the problem is. I would love to. And then you can just say if it's true. Well, he sent me a random message, which I can't remember on the top of my head. But it made absolutely no sense. So I messaged him back saying, did you mean to send this to me? And he was like, yeah, sure, cool. It was a... I've just downloaded a new app. It's called The Thought the Thought Texter. I said, okay. And I said, well, apparently, if you put, the, you put the contact number of your friend in it, it will read... It will, like, see what message you last sent to him. And then it will send a random text to him, but it'll be the same text that you're thinking of. And I was listening to that thinking, oh, wow, that's really, really cool. That is un- so believable. I love that. Honestly, Scott, that's absolutely, definitely fake. And yes. I'm sorry, but you should have seen that coming. And he kept that going. So I get, he rang me up about an hour later and all I could hear was his dad laughing on the end of the phone. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? And Kieran said, you are a gullible little gapnet <laughs> because that clearly isn't true. And you fell for it straight away, to which I then hung up on him, sent him a very angry message back. <laughs> and now every time we're in a group scenario, he will bring it up and I will get embarrassed about it. So is that a Scotty or a Naughty? 
Naughty. Are you sure, Ruben? Yeah, I'm finding it hard to believe. I think one. I think that one of you would have told me because that's that's quite a good story, and I feel like that would have come up by now. So, Ruben, you're saying naughty? I'm saying naughty. Sam, I think that's hard to believe as well. I'll say naughty as well. <laughs> well, you're both wrong again because that is 100 percent true. All right, Scott, oh, you laugh Scott. as if that's something to be proud of. <laughs> Scott, what have you done? What... He just he literally he just rang me up and said, right, this this is like a new it's, it's sorry he texted me he was like this it's a new app that I've just downloaded it's called Thought Texter and I'm happy it works and I believed it I was like oh that sounds awesome where'd you download it and he was like oh you go on your app store you do this and you do that and you put in your email and then an hour later he gave me a text he, he rang me up and just was like nah you, you, you're gullible wow and apparently it was just it was his dad's idea to send the text. And all I could hear was his dad laughing. Brilliant. So if Kieran and his dad are listening, cheers, lads. Much appreciated. And I messaged him before we recorded saying, do you reckon they would believe it? And he said, if they do, then I'm disappointed. So you've upset Kieran now as well by getting that wrong. Brilliant. I mean, honestly, I'm surprised that neither of you have told me that. Because, Scott, I feel bad for you. But at the same time, that's really funny. That's just that's just classic classic Copeland is what that is. I feel very bad for me, but then again, I'm also thinking you're an absolute idiot. How the hell could that have been real? <laughs> you believed it. So at the end of that, again, the scores have not changed. You're both still slacking. Oh, good. Thanks, Scott. It's all good. Now, Scott, no, Sam's in the lead though, isn't he? Thanks for joining us for another mini series. I guess. Cheers. Yeah, thanks, guys. I, I don't know how to react to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because for a second, you. I thought Sam was thanking me and Scott for joining the miniseries and I was like I mean yeah it's just what we do like, isn't it? like technically we have to be here <laughs> otherwise well I wasn't thanking you two I was thanking everyone else I, you know what thank you very much listeners for um, keeping us going yes and I don't know when this episode comes out because the numbers are rising but thank you for a thousand downloads that was a milestone that we just hit. Well, hey! Yeah! Yes, lads! That. Yeah. It's almost as though we're popular. So hopefully by the time this one comes out, we'll be hitting up to... Because last time I checked, we were just about hitting 1,200 already. So when this one comes out, that... the target is 1,500 downloads, maybe? Honestly, lads, the Armour Celebrity Jungle is getting ever so closer to us. <laughs> Strictly come dancing on, Strictly on my Strictly next... Way. And then that one of one of us will be stuck with dancing on ice. <laughs> so. uh, thank you for the downloads. Thank you for all your help with uh, us getting our first sponsorships. Uh, and it has been great to see you again. This is a bronze medalist's goodbye with the full control of his horse from Ruben Austin. The and this is a multi-jobbed goodbye from Canadian citizen Scott Copeland. Oh, oh, right, now my accents are being tested fully now. <laughs> oh, here we go, it's Newfoundland time. <laughs> right, well, they, they, they sound American, it doesn't matter. I mean... Welcome to the Rock and Island. Uh, goodbye from the uh, building site. Goodbye from all the other jobs that I have. And uh, goodbye from the UK... See you later. Goodbye from the UK. (laughs) See you later. I wish I could join in with the goodbyes, but I I simply cannot. Don't you dare. You you never can. As this is not a goodbye from me, it is a see you later on the next episode of Face for Radio. Take care, guys. (laughs) 